now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is Will Simmons. And he's fully vaccinated, Spencer Kitley. And this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Bachelor Nation podcast. That's right. We're uh, we're doing a, a hindsight pod on the season that was uh, right here on the After Reality Podcast Network. And this episode is presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy, the numeral for reality.com. And um, it's, we've, we've taken two weeks off because uh, we were... We're having vaccinations, windows, windows being installed at Will's house. I was out of town, uh, but we're back and we didn't feel it was right to let the bachelor season go until we kind of put a bow on it. Um, and it's probably for the best that we have had a little space about, I don't know, 10 days, 11 days for us since the finale um, to, to have some thoughts about it. But, uh, Will, what's good in your world? Oh, you know, now that my windows are installed and, you know, we're both vaccinated and, you know, weather's nice outside. Things we're are ready to things are the world. Things are looking up here in our backyard. Yeah, I, uh, it's, maybe we're headed toward a tiny bit more normalcy as we head towards, uh, I guess it's officially spring now as we head into spring and towards the summer months. Um, plenty of reality TV to watch. Um, we're going to be talking about the challenge over on our, our, the challenge pod this week, obviously the bachelor here on this pod, but anything else that's really piquing your interest? I know we've talked some about it, some of our Bravo shows offline, and I know one of your favorites comes back next week. Yeah, I know. Top Chef's uh, really enjoyed that. Also, um, randomly, you know, just kind of getting tired of watching the same things. I started watching more Food uh, Network again, and there's the Tournament of Champions uh, Chef competition. It's really good, actually. Um, okay. It's like week three of that. So that's been fun. I, I think I'm just kind of needed something else. Reality, If I'm watching reality, I need to be something else other than just house drama stuff. So uh, yeah. it's been fun. Um, the new um, uh, I heard- one. I heard you. I was gonna say I heard your Drive yeah. to Survive show came back. Drive to Survive is back. I haven't started it yet, um, but the season starts this weekend, so I'm pretty stoked. I might try to cut, catch a few episodes because last season was awesome. So I can only imagine what this behind the scene looks like. So, yeah, no, it's been good. Uh, Housewives of New Jersey's been excellent. Um, yeah, I'm I've trying to get caught up on that one. I it I I think it's the best Housewife shows these days. Um, I like Roni the most. I think Jersey and Salt Salt Lake are probably one A, B, one B, one C here at this point, or one B and one or two B and two A B. Roni Roni's not on the ascent any longer. I don't I don't feel like probably not. Probably not. Jersey's just they're just they've known each other for so long. And well, they, they just, and they they dove off for about four years until about three seasons ago. Yeah, and then they went right back up. Yeah. Yeah, just you know, find the right dynamic. It's been Joe Judice went 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 to prison, and they they were back. Yeah, uh, Married at First Sight's been really good. Ninety Day Fiance is about to wrap up. That's been really good. So um, yeah, this I feel like we're about to go into like a a quiet time for some of these shows. But um, well, the same day that Top Chef premieres, yeah, All Stars premieres as well on Paramount Plus. Nine episodes, I believe. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna cover that one because it's gonna air on Thursday nights. And we do the podcast on Thursday nights. So yeah. 
We may have. I end up being like a Monday podcast or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to say we might have to delay it. Because I definitely want to watch it. I want to watch, I only watched the first of the new Real World Homecomings. Uh, I watched the first one. I enjoyed it. Um, I just haven't been able to catch up on it. I think it's on episode three or four this week. Great. Um, uh, I, I admittedly haven't watched it myself. Haven't seen it. And, and super bummed that Eric uh, yeah. had tested positive and was like zooming into the house. Yeah. I'm hoping that he gets to come back at the end they, they not, only, at all. They only, they only filmed for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I know that as my buddy actually worked on it for an episode. Um, um, yeah, I don't think he's coming back either. Yeah. So sucks. It sucks. Cause it's, you know, he really was first that first episode. It's actually kind of heartwarming. You're just like watching him, like not be able to interact with him. And he's like, uh, first time. Yeah. And I, I meant to ask you about this off the air, but I'll put you on the spot on the air and ask you about it. Um, I sent you an article the other day. It's ten year anniversary of Real World Vegas, the second one yeah, that you yeah. worked on, and we've long talked about doing uh, kind of the peel back the curtain Real World episode with you. And I feel like with the Bachelor Nation going off the air here for a couple of months, I think this might be the time, especially with the tenth anniversary, that here sometime in the next couple of weeks we we do that Real World episode, and it's timely with the Real World home, Homecoming being on Paramount Plus. Uh yeah, I think that season's on. Uh, actually, is is Mike, this Mike, season's? Mike, is that Mike one and Leroy? I think is it's that on Paramount there? Plus. I yeah, because so. I know the the New Orleans season I worked on was on there now, and I believe Portland is as well. Yeah, I think because of the newest ones, they got rid of a. They didn't got rid of they just and there's only there's a, only a handful that are missing. Yeah, it's like yeah. six or seven of them out of thirty five. Um, uh, former coworker of ours. Um. Uh, he's been chatting me up because he's watching it, and he's like, "Hey, man, what's Preston up to? Who's uh, you know, like, and like, uh, what you know, you know, asking about stuff and just kind of like keeping up." With it. Remember Tim O'Connell? Remember Tim O'Connell? Who's a shoutlet guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Tim O'Connell. I don't know if he's listening. Uh, I mentioned this to him the other day, though. But uh, anyway, yeah, he's watching it and re- call, ask about stuff. I'm like, I haven't thought about that in <laughs> ten years. Preston was a fixture on the challenge for a long time. Yeah, he showed up for a little bit. Um, but night, you know, the night thing came up, you know, like, yeah, you know, cause I actually hung out with night a few times and had somewhat of a, a mini relationship outside of the show after. And aired, Jimmy so. is maybe the most polarizing person in, in, oh in my God, challenge nation right now. She just, just pissing off everyone. Left just and right. talking about everything all the time. Yeah. That's yeah. what you do. Uh, you have no life. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, these are things we probably should talk about on challenge pod. Um, so <laughs> Um, shall we dive into the Bachelor? I guess put the so. season to rest, put it to bed, finally. Um, before we do that, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online? Yep, you can follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast, subscribe every download them, Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher, and check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. So... The season that was Matt James' season of The Bachelor, a season where more than a month ago, if not longer ago, you said he will not end up with anyone. And you were right. I don't know if you I don't know if you had seen that anywhere. I don't think you had. No, I didn't. Um, and but uh, did not end up with anyone. It was a weird season, a season where we had the biggest group of like mean girls we'd ever had in in the Bachelor House. Obviously, I mean the obvious pieces were we're not at we're not traveling around the world. We're not at Bachelor Mansion. We're at Nemecolon Resort, which looks like a perfectly um, fine place for me to go visit. Um, like I I'd be on board going there, and it looks like a nice place. 
Um, but the season that was like kind of this is our retrospective uh, of the season. How, how do you how do you encapsulate your thoughts uh, before we talk about some of the elements of the finale and the after the final rose? Like, can, where do you stand on the whole? Uh, yeah, it's I mean it's kind of all frustrating by the end of it, just because um, I thought Matt was great to have on the season. He was affable and somebody you could easily get along with, and he always brought a lot of energy and like we've said, like it's just nice to see someone that didn't know how the show worked and not play. He's playing the game, but he's playing it in just a different way. And he's seeing everything happen for the first time. Yeah. There's no, he's no, there's no, like he's not jaded by it. You know, he's not, he's, it's, he was confused at times, I guess, by it, but that was okay. Cause it was like a, it's an honest responses that you would see from him. So yeah, it just kind of sucks. I feel, the way I feel, it I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> Uh, I thought it, just a, it was a, just a good good person to have on this season. It was a good good lead. And, uh, yeah, I think it all kind of came to a head and just kind of sad to see how it all shake out and where it's at now. And it's like now he's being like – now he's just like being – It's a he's a polarized figure, polarizing figure for all this stuff. And he's being asked to answer questions and make all these statements and, and stuff like this about things that were out of his control when he was just and literally – And he doesn't want to be – having it's to not, do any of that no he doesn't so i just felt bad i, I you know i kind of feel bad for everybody at the end of the season too because it just feels like it was other whether we knew it or not this was never gonna this is never gonna work out and this whole season wasn't gonna work out it just kind of sucks that this is how it happened because yeah. he, he was he, so good at he, he was he such deleted. a perfect lead yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for a minute he deleted every picture on his instagram um now he's brought back most of them but yeah, uh, deleted like any picture of the bachelor or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Matt didn't want all this drama. Matt, no. I think genuinely thought that he wanted to have a relationship. I hindsight, maybe he, he wasn't ready for that, but like, at least he, that's what he thought he was of an appropriate age for, for that to actually happen. Yeah. Um, I still stand by. He's, the the most hangable bachelor we've had maybe ever at least in a long time yeah uh i'd hang out with matt i think he's a cool dude yeah um i mean i feel also, bad that he's had to deal with so much stuff that like he probably would have just like just as soon like not talk about anything and just be done with the show yeah he he did do an interview on the bill simmons podcast did you happen to listen to it no, I I marked it to, to listen to it because I wanted to hear what he had to say. It was really good. I I thought it was super informative. And the reason he did the podcast is because um, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on the guys, uh, uh, Bib, Big Baby Dixon. Um, it, I can't remember his first name, but he's a uh, he's Bill Simmons' agent. Oh, and he's also a big donor at Wake Forest. And Matt was friends oh. with his daughter and became friends with Mr. Dixon. And then Ms. And Bill put a call on Mr. Dixon. And that's how Matt ended up on oh, gotcha. Bill's podcast. Because Matt's not out doing no, he's not doing the, publicity, the publicity tours. tours. I mean, it's oh, a little got... different circumstances than, than, yeah. than others coming off the show. But uh, he, he kind of he didn't get like the this didn't end with, you know, the, the, the fanfare and like the oh, we're hoping so it's like ended really terribly and well, like not on his not because of anything he did 
yeah and, and it's just like i'm gonna have to go answer the same questions over and over again do i want to do that no do i yeah. want to live my life and like go back yeah. to being a guy that does great things in the community and yeah. focusing on my career and myself that's what he wants to do like uh, you know and also like Tyler. uh you know if he chose rachel because he he really loved rachel i mean like you could tell in that after like at the, uh, the afr like he, i think he still does hurting from this right like his hurting it really sucks like if he chooses michelle this doesn't happen the same way right and that's like if rachel is number two in this situation yes this all still comes out and then probably a lot of things still come about out of it but like because he chose her it's even like heavier and harder to manage and it's like it's not fair to him did you get the impression that If it weren't for like public pressure that like he was more maybe wanting to like forgive her and pursue something with her, but he felt like he couldn't. Did did you feel like that at all? I, I kind of felt like that. I kind of yeah. felt like if he didn't, if there wasn't all this pressure, this may have not broken them up. Yeah. Um, okay. I also, like, I I personally think yes, like she did some things that um I have come out in the public eye like. There's a you lot can't of take this back. Yeah, can't take that can't back. Take that, but like, I don't think I don't think she's a bad person. Um, and uh, and I, 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 she's saying all the right things. She seems to be doing all the right things. So like, uh, yeah. we'll we'll talk about it more in, in a bit. But like, I feel bad for both of them. For, yeah, for Rachel and Matt. Well, and, yeah, and really for everyone on the season that's had to like. Yeah. Um, you're you're connected to this. stuff yeah yeah you're you're all connected to it one way or another well, one thing i want to say the last thing i want to say about this is that also like being the first of anything of any sort in the public eye is always going to be hard right matt was the first black bachelor and like that already already came with a lot of weight this is how the season ended as him being the first this will kind of stick with them the rest of their their lives probably you know at least for the next few years yeah, you're not so, you're not you're not gonna see matt wanting to be what rachel Lindsay is to the franchise which no which she doesn't want to be that to the franchise anymore anyway but no. like like he's he's gone like he's not doing bachelor in paradise anytime soon no. even though well, he'd the be only way a he's, great paradise ca- okay. character <laughs> you put him and tyler in, the, oh. in their own villa in paradise and they're just like what's up yeah just gonna just hang out here and see what yeah. happens like that's the thing like it all just gets marred i mean like it's all just kind of like just it just just a stain on everything moving forward and you know like most likely he just seems like the kind of guy he's gonna rise above this one way or another it might take some time we might not see him in the public eye for a while you know even as the world's opening up things like that he may still play it cool and quiet and maybe he should for his own mental health because it's just gonna be so much to handle but like He's gonna come out of this. He's gonna be fine. But like, yes, this part of the his life, plenty of Yeah, his this part of this part of his life may not come back to being you know like a, another part. It may not linger very much longer. So, P- plenty of dates coming for Mister James. Plenty. Oh, of- totally. I mean, uh, let's talk so a little bit about the finale. Um, well, actually, I had a, I had a question that I was going to. We I kind of talked about there. There was a. I don't think there's a definitive loser on the season. I feel like there was a lot of like everyone kind of lost. Were there any winners on the season? I think Katie. 
<laughs> she got a bachelorette out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she got a bachelorette out of getting a, a good edit and, yeah. and sticking up for, for some people, even though seemingly no one liked her. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't uh, get. I think uh, Michelle, I think was a bright spot in this thing. She was awesome. Uh, I think some of the, some of the girls near the end were really fantastic. And like Kate, Michelle was, was awesome. She's, I think she getting her as a bachelorette, it's going to be, you know, Bree's going to be in the franchise. Bree's yeah. I mean, like, yeah, but uh, you know, it was pretty, pretty rough for a while, but um, yeah, there's bright spots for yeah. sure. <laughs> not a lot. I don't think, but not as many as you, as you would probably, you know, you would hope, I guess, but yeah, we're come time for paradise. We're going to have this cast. We're going to have Katie's cast. We're going to have Peter's cast, Tasha and Claire's cast. All feeding one season of paradise. Oh, well, Tasha and Claire are basically the same. Yeah, <laughs> they brought in a few extras. Though. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, but yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, and the one that keeps popping up into my feeds is about um, uh, anesthesiologist Joe <laughs> being. One oh of yeah. Um, Joe Quan? No, no, Joe Quan. Uh, what's his name? I'm not sure, but not not to be confused with the nurse anesthetist, um, Dirty John. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Anyhow, um, Matt, we we met Matt's family. Had we met? I know we had met his mom before. Had we met his brother earlier in the season? I don't think we had. No. They could not be more opposite from one another. Yeah. Um, but which they, happens? What was what was the guy um, on Tasha season? Ivan I, and his Ivan. brother was like a convict. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it was interesting to meet them. It, it was nice to see like how close he was with his mom and the the relationship that they have, and um, a lot of tears there. Yeah. Um, and Rachel got to meet them. Thought things went really well when that happened. Um. Matt seemed to think things went well. The family seemed to think things went well. And and then that's when we got like uh I guess it was our first Chris Harrison meeting where and this is really what I wanted to talk about here as it pertains to the final is just like the the level upon level upon level of uncertainties that unfolded for Matt. Um like he he first goes to Chris and Chris is like, "Whoa, like um, what did your mom do to you? <laughs> and then yeah. when, she, when she met with you, and like this 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 card that he gave, where she was like, "Love wilts, love ends." <laughs> I was like, yeah. "That's not a greeting card you want to get from your mom, Matt." Uh, it it wasn't a greeting card, but this is also like the Serena family meeting where they're all like, all of a sudden everything's great, and they're just like, "Are you sure it's great?" Do you know what do you what do you know about this guy? And she's like, "I don't know, I don't know." <laughs> you're right, you're right. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, and that seemed really weird and that set an awkward stage for when it was time for him to go on a final date with Michelle. And I never thought when he went on a final date with Michelle that we'd get the ending that 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 came out of that date. Yeah. Yep. That was weird. I, I mean to Michelle's credit, she did everything right. I mean, like family liked him 
her his family liked her just like we're done what yeah. <laughs> I, but not until we repel down a three-story building like, yeah yeah yeah. we gotta repel first dude obviously it's not like i don't know that i've ever been repelling that it doesn't i even feel like if you were like repelled down like a repelling tower it's maybe taller than that <laughs> yeah he had a fall he had a repel out of love for her i guess yeah. oh that's that's not good uh um we kept hearing it on that day. He's like, I don't know if I can get there. I don't know if I can get there. And then, and I, I, I remember writing in my notes, I was looking for it, but I remember writing like, he's going to tell her something. Yeah. And finally he does. Shares his doubts. And I was shocked when he was just like, I don't think I can get there with you. And it's just over. Like just, they're done. Walks out. And you heard, we heard about it. At the AFR. Yeah. Like, she wanted to she, talk to him the next day. And he's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, that, I, that's probably the, the one bad move. I won't say he only made one bad move, but like, feels like the one bad move he made, um, on the show is not talking through that ending a little better. And instead of just being like, all right, peace out. I I've want to, I, I want to believe that's not how it, he wanted it to go. I think, I don't know if this is how, it was forced to go. Like, I, I don't know if like the producers were like, no, let's just let's keep this separate. I don't know. I don't know. This seemed, it just seemed out of character for him to like, not to give her the time and space. I mean, he's talked to a lot of girls, about a lot of crazy stuff this season, especially as he's kicking them out of the house. And he gives Michelle one of the, the, the semifinalists. No time. Seems out of place. Yeah. One. Well, it's like, it was just a week or two ago when Serena said, yeah, I'm no good. And he's like, Oh, well, will you walk me out? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and that's really kind of what led us to that, that curb scene that we've been seeing all seeing all season. Right. Um, I thought he was just going to quit and go home at that point. Yeah. I'm take my ball and get out of here. I right, like, he's like, I broke up with Michelle. I'm not really feeling like I want to pro- propose to Rachel. I can't remember. Did I write down what, what Chris said to him? I don't see it. I don't know. But, like, he ends up talking to Chris and then just gets up and walks off. And Chris yeah. is sitting there on the curb, which yeah. I thought was kind of funny. That, like a cool <laughs> kid waiting, waiting on the curb, like, oh, okay, well, what are we doing here now? <laughs> my friend coming back yeah. um yeah it was pretty awkward yeah. even more awkward is the next day when rachel's getting ready and she's doing the whole like pensive looking out the window scenes and then it's like and then chris comes and le- leans on the door frame <laughs> got a minute hey. <laughs> <laughs> what's up busy um but uh i was with matt last night and uh he was emotional and lost the last thing he said to me was, I need some time. So unfortunately, it's not going to be a date today, Rachel. We're going to have to respect that and give him some time. I was just like, okay. And I'm sure, like, what do you think is going through her head at that point? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I might as well pack my bags. This is over. He's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of Colton-esque. A little different, but like. 
He was really confused there at the end as well. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't think they even, to our knowledge, reconnected again until the day of the proposal. No, I mean, yeah, they didn't show I mean, us. They did. You met I mean, Neil, Neil Lane, Uncle Neil. Uncle Neil came to visit. Personality and pizzazz, Neil. Um, but long story short, um. I completely lost my train of thought, but um, long story short, he doesn't propose. Right? They, they go to the they go to the thing, but I felt like delivered it well. Noticed he was wearing the same suit there that he was wearing on the women tell all. <laughs> like these are like two of the key moments of the show, and you're wearing the same suit. Um, surely there was a continuity person around somewhere that could have maybe pointed that out. Uh, anyhow. I I was like, great, right? Hey, it kind of ended in a way that we wouldn't hate other seasons ending, like, right? I remember thinking that on Rachel Lindsay's season, where she, I can't remember who she sent home, but before she ended up with Brian, and I remember thinking, like, you just, you sent them home because they told you that they couldn't propose, but like, what's wrong with dating? Yeah. Um, and I will say this, like, I feel like Matt for someone who didn't really know the format of the show kind of made his own rules a lot this season. Yeah. And, and, and did that here. So I think that's to be applauded and, um, mom really messed him up. <laughs> we'll we'll say that put, put some in his head for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, there's nothing wrong with the dating thing. I mean, like it's probably, you know, it's, it's the most intelligent thing you can do on the show is like, you know what? I am not ready to marry. I only known you for two months. <laughs> like definitely should definitely should play this out a little longer. So I, I thought they actually seemed maybe more happy than some of the engaged couples do on the show. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, let's get in this carriage and get out of here. Yeah. And and when they did, it took us to the after the final rose. The third hour of the finale. Um Manuel Acho sitting in for Chris Harrison. Um, I think they, they phrase that a very specific way. Like I'm not the host. I'm sitting in for Chris Harrison. Um, I, I thought like, obviously I, I've been around who Emmanuel Acho is for a very long time since he was 18 years old, uh, playing at the university of Texas. Um, and he has, has grown to be uh, quite the personality on television and um, in the kind of uh, social justice conversation and, and, and things of, of that nature. And, and I, th- I thought he did a, a, a nice job handling those elements of the, the conversation that, that needed, that needed to happen with Matt in a way that it would have been harder for, for Chris or someone to do on the whole, like as far as like hosting the, the bachelor show i thought he was a little awkward um as far as the piece that they they needed him to be good at he, i thought he was really good at i don't know what your th- where your what your thoughts were i thought i thought he did a really good job i think he handled it really well i think he had some good questions and he kind of like leaned in on stuff but like this was super awkward there was no one in the studio so everything is quiet as shit there's no like 
ooh and ah and celebration. It was just like quiet. And like, I think that really did a disservice to like what was going on there, even though it, it was all very it felt, heavy. It felt kind of daytime um, talk show, like more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, but like it's so ominous. The one thing he said that just really stood out to me, like, okay, well, do you guys want to share um, one final embrace? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just quiet. I'm like, yeah. That was something weird you just said there, Manny. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like he was, it was an dude was putting a, a really awkward spot. I thought he handled it well. I thought his questions, uh, he asked some really hard questions, and he got, I think he got some really as much response from him as he could. I mean, Matt didn't really say a whole lot at times. Like you could just tell he just he was contractually obligated to be there. <laughs> I'm just here, just here, so I don't get fined. Uh, so the Marshawn Lynch move. So it just. It kind of sucked. I mean, like you could tell us he's beaten up about it. He's broken up about it. I mean, I did. I did really. Th- I thought his beard was was really awesome. I enjoying his his uh his new look. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of gross. <laughs> I, I dig it. Uh, uh. but yeah, yeah. It, it was a tough thing spot for all of them. It, it was so heavy the whole time, even at the end with Michelle and and uh, uh Katie was kind of still kind of like all right. She she didn't bring her lightsaber with her. Um, Time to go. <laughs> no yeah. one's here to cl- applaud you off. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Michelle did a really great job of carrying her segment. Um, uh, I, I I I maybe the the best light moment from the AFR was when she told Matt, "It's like, hey, like maybe come up with some more phrases." Then, thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, it was just just this whole thing just ended in such a just a yeah, particularly way. where it left him just like really struggling to find the words. I I think Manny said, "Is the door even slightly open?" And I, Matt, I think said, still he still had some feelings, like but wanted to have the space. Any chance they ever get back together? I don't think so. Probably not. Um, and, and it's and, it, and what's really sucks about all this is that if they truly had the the right feelings for each other and they were genuine and they were truly in love, that that just never come. They just don't get that back, like ever. Like that's mm-hmm. sad. I mean, just sad because these are two people that found each other in a different way, and it not yep. that it would work forever, but like, it, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyhow, well, uh, well, if you want to share one final embrace, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I it couldn't get, I couldn't get this off my TV fast enough, which I don't often say, but I was just like, I just please make this be done. It's so awkward. Yeah, it's it, a bummer. Like, like we've like he was what the show kind of needed, especially during this last year, right? When it's like, kind of not sure what's going on here. And you put somebody like him out there and it's like, Oh, I can hang my hat on this guy. I can like hitch, hitch my wagon to him. Right. I'm like, this is someone I can kind of follow. And then it's like, this is not how this should go. Yeah. <laughs> for um, anybody. It's thoughts, just on sucks. That, thoughts on them announcing two seasons of the bachelorette, one for now and one for the fall. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of conspiracy about how this is an overcorrection based on how the Rachel situation. So putting Michelle up there, but because but they already chose Katie. So it's kind of like you couldn't take Katie's away. But I don't know. I like Michelle a lot. I think she's going to be a very good bachelorette. I think she's got a lot of personality and, you know, she's 
really cool person. Katie, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Katie was cool in the show. Is she? She's cool going to have enough? a lot to prove. She's yeah, I mean, compelling. No, but honestly, maybe we take a step away from like here are the super off the chart Instagram influencer looking type people to someone that's more like your everyday type person. Katie is a very cute girl, but she is not going to blow you away with some of the other looks and everything else from these other girls. She's a very real person. So maybe that's, that's the course. I'm just we're thinking taking. like the best bachelorettes have been the ones with the like great personalities. Yeah. Like Caitlin Jojo. Yeah. And, um, Maybe Katie has that, and we, oh, we 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 don't have a real two kind of final thoughts. We don't have a real good lens deeply on anyone from this season, including Matt. I think they spent so much time telling us about the drama in the house, yeah, that we never got like to backstory on Matt that much because it's yeah, fair. We you usually have that coming in because you've met them on a previous season, right? We didn't spend a lot of time backstorying matt like i felt like we probably could have used tyler earlier in the season maybe for a couple episodes to help tell a backstory around matt yep um i don't know um i suppose that'll be around memorial day when katie's airs that's usually around the time and then and then following paradise i i presume will be michelle's season um so it's kind of them going to almost a year-round format yep Anyhow, any final thoughts on The Bachelor before we finally put it to bed? Uh, it's feel bad for Matt. Yeah. It's feel bad for how this all turned out. Yeah. I I I don't say this lightly, but like The Bachelor franchise isn't like the be all end all of 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 society, like it's not perfect. People aren't perfect. Um I hope people can view the the upcoming seasons in in a in a manner that's I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say a l- less I don't know critical is the right word or um with like hope, hopefully people can just enjoy tele- enjoy television when it when it's on when it comes back uh, that's that's my hope for the franchise that um it's enjoyable for everyone to watch and um and they can get back to uh, making good TV. Fair. Fair. Fair enough. Outside of that, you can find us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you download them Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. And check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at over 45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Spencer Kitley on Twitter. Um, also, a reminder again, check out fantasy4reality.com. Their uh, challenge game is still going. Um, probably we'll have one for Challenge All Stars and definitely for The Bachelorette as it comes around. And they're also on Instagram and Twitter at fantasy4reality. Until we chat again on the Bachelor Nation pod sometime in late spring, we remind you we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality.